0: Today, I'm speaking with Yosef Asphal, the Chief Technology Officer for the Light of CMS Division. In this podcast, we're going to be exploring what it means to deliver value, the role of user experience, product strategy to bring about value through digital modernization process, and providing services to the federal government. Thank you for joining me today, Yosef. Let's dive right in. What is value-based delivery? And can you talk about how stakeholders view value differently? Ah, Thanks, Marianne. Uh, So I think before discussing um, value-based delivery, we we really need to understand what value represents in in software development. You know, while it can be measured uh, in multiple ways, value at the end of the day is our ability to deliver what the customer needs and wants in a way that helps them achieve their goals. And so, if you look at our perception of value of product and services, it really depends on the perceived, uh, benefit we expect to get out of it. And in this case, you know, while we're building applications and systems, the most important perception of value is we need to satisfy, uh, is that of the end users. And one way we make sure we do that is, you know, do we really have an understanding of the outcomes that we w- want to work towards rather than outputs? And when I say that, By working towards outcomes that enable attainment of goals, we're really saying we're building intuitive applications that can address a need than just focusing on churning out code or functionality that's neither easy to use nor um, helps our customers succeed in their efforts. So to that end, when we identify the types of value we uh, desire to bring about to our customers, we We'll discover that really value may represent different things to each of our stakeholders. It may represent um, monetary interests. For example, value could be our customer would like to reduce their cost. They may want to increase their revenue. Value to our customer or our stakeholders could be competitive interest. It could be that they want to be differentiated from their competition and they would like to be seen more favorably by their customers. Value could be um our stakeholders need or want access to particular kind of information so that they would be able to make informed decisions uh carry out research or make policy recommendations so at the end of the day um the idea is by developing a very clear understanding of what value is what it means to each of our stakeholders you know we end up focusing on value based delivery one thing i'll add here which is important is, you know, how we measure value. While we say, yes, value could be this, value could be that, there are several tools and methods that are out there, you know, including net promoter scores, objectives and key results that um help and influence and shape our planning to be more focused towards delivery of value, you know. Um, and so while it really depends on, you know, the company or their process or their maturity level in choosing what tools and methods they can use to measure value, you know, the best part I like about these tools or processes or, or methods is really they are promoting the need of uh, generating a renewed focus on measuring value. They're promoting the, 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 the questions that people ask at the end of the day to say, Hey, what did we get out of this at the end of the day? So the bottom line is, I mean, um, everything has to do with the amount of time and energy we, put into understanding what our customers want. And value-based delivery is really delivering the things that our customers deem to be valuable to them and their uh, stakeholders. How does a product strategy help deliver value? And where does innovation come into play? A product strategy demonstrates whether we have a clear understanding of how our software will benefit the customer, right? There's an idea, but executing that idea is really critical. And the way we execute, how we execute is going to determine whether it will succeed or not. And so that strategy should really answer questions about the problems the product will solve and and, and the impact it will have to the business. So this understanding is critical to move to the next stage of, hey, here is what we can build. And so to develop a great product strategy, I mean, we here at Leidos um, believe it's important to one, have a very clear vision, a very clear product vision, also a culture of continuous innovation. And I'll go back and, and, and try and explain what I mean by these two. Um, when we say we need a, a product vision, um, it is about the ability to demonstrate thought leadership in terms of where um, our customers need to be. You know, for example, if we look at CMS, right? A large portion of the work at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid is about, you know, providing access to care or improving the quality of care and at the same time reducing the cost of care. Right. So for us, we're continually asking ourselves if the compute infrastructure and applications we build are actually helping CMS um, uh, and uh, is is, is actually helping them attain uh, the objectives. And is actually helping them get access to the necessary data to make the decisions they need to. And so that vision of placing ourselves in in our customers' shoes and understanding their journey and where they need to be really determines how um, we can put together a strategy that can help do that. The second one, when we talked about a culture of innovation, um, a culture of innovation um, is basically, you know, our ability to keep abreast of technology, um, keep a strong focus and understanding on existing business problems and understanding how we can apply technology to solve these problems. But I think probably some things that are often overlooked when we talk about innovation is, um, you know, we don't necessarily focus on really understanding the user. You know, there's very little user research. There's also um, an expectation that everything we do should succeed. No, not necessarily. I mean, subscribing to, you know, a fail fast, fail early concept where we are given the freedom to innovate, to experiment, to fail, prototype, and succeed is really, really critical. And last but not least, you know, like having an idea of or a culture of, you know, getting to incremental delivery you know, doing it by, bit by bit, testing it out and seeing that what we build has value is tested out is, is really core to our ability to innovate. So at the end of the day, these three things, you know, uh, user research, failing fast and failing early, um, and incremental value delivery really ensure we de-risk our customers investment, right? By ensuring we build what they need by, um, taking corrective action early without burning time and resources, and at the end of the day, um, you know, delivering value that is tested and delivered continuously. Okay, great. So where does user experience fit in with the value-based delivery? I'm glad you asked that. I mean, user experience is really um, about solving problems in real life and, and helping everybody else attain their goals, right? A user experience is something, and that experience is really going to determine whether they're happy about your product, uh, they had an interesting time using your product, and they really got what they wanted out of your product. And so I believe user experience, more than anything, right, it provides the missing link where we previously thought we knew what our customers wanted. And so we went about um, spending a year, uh, 18 months, you know, hunkered down and building um, stuff that we thought was great, and then we went on to release it only to find out that it did not have the desired impact. The traditional product development that was so requirements-driven uh really at times struggled to ensure the product we developed solved um, true problems or even solved any of the problems uh, that our customers had. And so when you look at user experience, I think for me personally and, and, and Alidos, the way we look at it is the fact that it has certain emphasis on um, conducting extensive discovery, uh the fact that it places a lot of emphasis on how that discovery of um, users' need is synthesized and um, formulated into actionable insights, how those actionable insights then are built toward uh, prototypes and are tested out, you know, uh, by emphasis on usability, usability uh, intuitiveness, and design, and the focus on incrementally adding value as well as, um you know, the continuous desire to measure results, right, and getting feedback, um, this has really transformed the way we build software. It has more or less guaranteed um, that we build applications that serve a specific purpose Uh, that we build applications that help our customers achieve their goals, and we ensure end users have a a pleasurable experience using them, you know. And that basically guarantees um, that we have created value. User experience is one way. uh, User experience research, user experience design is really one way of guaranteeing um, we generate uh, value for our customers. Well, this is all great information, Joseph. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, Not really. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, all of these things are um, done together, should be done together. It's not one method or one approach, but it's more of bringing on a very broad systems thinking, understanding of the problem and really developing the culture of how we can innovate, how we can test ideas, how we should make failure, you know, part of the process to learn more and improve on the services and products that we build. So it all kind of comes together because at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to build something that is interesting to use, that actually serves a purpose, you know, and we have fun times creating those products and services, knowing that they will be able to to generate certain amount of value. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.BetHealthIT.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.